Welcome to The Supernatural Show, where we explore herbalism, the holistic, personalized, and nature-based practices with the power to change the world. I'm your host, Michelle Robinette, registered clinical herbalist and the founder of Pharmacon Supernatural, a company dedicated to the art of functional nature. Hi, I'm Rochelle Robinette, clinical herbalist and the founder of Pharmacon Supernatural. We are in the Supernatural studio today. This is my apothecary where I create with herbs, where I teach, and where I get to invite you into the world of herbalism. Today, I'm going to teach you how to make herbal tea three ways. It will be a quick infusion, an overnight infusion, and a decoction. The reason that we make herbal tea multiple ways is because different plants need to be extracted for longer periods of time. The nutritional content of the tea will change based on how it's extracted. And then one of these methods is really efficient. So if you're a busy person who also likes to drink tea, this can be a quick and easy way for you to work it into your life. Some other points that I'll cover in this conversation are water temperature, refrigeration, reheating, and working with different parts of the plant. So things like flowers, leaves, stems, roots, and also mushrooms. So the first type of tea that we're making is your typical five to seven minute steep, a quick steep, or an infusion. And an infusion is an extraction of anything, so vitamins, minerals, medicinal qualities from plants into water. So we're infusing those benefits into the water and then we're drinking them. Fun fact, tea is technically only made with the tea plant. So if you are making tea with any kind of flower, herb, mushroom, root, leaf, then it is an herbal infusion or a tisane. To make your typical herbal infusion, you will just add your ingredient to a tea strainer or a tea ball, or if you're using tea bags, then you can have your ingredient in a tea bag. And this type of preparation, this quick steep, works best for plants that are uh, low in fiber or cellulose. So things like flowers or leaves or really delicate parts of the plant because we're just going to steep them for five to seven minutes, which is not a long time by tea making standards. And so we need a plant that doesn't put up a lot of resistance in the form of its cellular structure or fiber content. For this preparation, we just pour tea hot water over the herbs and the typical water temperature is just below boiling. So just under 100 degrees uh, Celsius or under 212 degrees Fahrenheit. You can go down to as low as 158 degrees Fahrenheit, but typically just below boiling is appropriate. Allow this to steep 
for five to seven minutes. And another common question that I get about herbal teas is the recommended serving size of the ingredient for the container. It's an approximate science, it's flexible, but typically we wanna do about a teaspoon to a tablespoon of your herbs per eight ounces of water. I love a strong cup of tea, so I tend to do at least a tablespoon. Now that this is steeped for five to seven minutes, we have extracted or infused all of the benefits into that water. And this is just fiber. Just a reminder that this preparation works well when you're in a hurry or when you're dealing with delicate parts of plants. So flowers or leaves, but when extracting roots or bark or mushrooms or wanting to make a stronger, more medicinal cup of tea, we'll use one of the preparations that I will teach you about next. Mm. The next type of tea that we are going to make is an overnight infusion. These are sometimes referred to as nourishing infusions or overnight steeps or medicinal strength teas. This is a method that is very common in herbalism. If you are an herbalist or if you have ever worked with an herbalist, the chances are good that they gave you this style of preparation to make your tea. This is also awesome for plants that are high in minerals. The longer the plant is in contact with water, the more of the minerals that are going to extract into your tea. So we usually say four to six hours minimum when you're wanting to make a high mineral tea, but overnight steep is better. We say an overnight infusion, but this could also be something that is steeping during the day. So you wanna make this tea either first thing in the morning and allow it to steep all day or make it at night and allow it to steep all night. Then we'll strain it and drink it and store the rest. This tea preparation works well for leaves and stems and even some of the more fibrous parts of plants like the roots, which we have here. I also have high mineral greens. In terms of the quantity or the dosage of teas like this, we typically use quite a lot of herb. So it could be a ratio of one part plant to four parts water or one part plant to three parts water. I will typically cover the base of my mason jar or pitcher that I'm using to extract it in, and then you know double or even triple that quantity down there. It's again, it's an approximate science, and this is going to give you a nice strong tea in a sort of concentrated form that you can then drink straight or dilute as you please. So for this preparation, we definitely want very hot water. So just under boiling, just under 100 degrees Celsius or 212 degrees Fahrenheit. All right, so here we have our overnight infusion and we are going to cover it while we let it steep. Remember it can steep all day or all night 
It can be out on the counter, does not need to be refrigerated while it is steeping, though we will store it refrigerated after the fact. And that is all you need to do for now. So our tea has steeped and it's ready for us to have a cup. So we can simply serve ourselves. Just a reminder that this method works really well for high mineral herbs and plants that are higher in fiber. So roots, barks, anything of that nature. Look at that beautiful mineral rich cup of tea. We used nettle, raspberry leaf, and chicory root. Now for storing the rest of your overnight infusion, you'll want to strain it and keep it in the refrigerator. So we're just going to strain the rest of this beautiful infusion. So we've strained our tea, all of the leftover plant matter, we can just compost or dispose of, and you'll want to cover. So here we have our strained overnight infusion, and this can just be stored in the refrigerator for up to a week. Uh, serve yourself as you like from it. You can drink it cold, room temperature, or reheat it. For plants that are mucilaginous or slippery slimy in a good way, so marshmallow root, slippery elm, mullein, for those plants we want to use a cold brew method. So it's just like the overnight infusion, just like letting it steep overnight, but we use cold or room temperature water instead. So here we have some licorice. It's a great uh, root with a lot of good hydrating qualities that we want to pull out with that cold water. And then we have some ground marshmallow root. So you can do this method with whole herbs or powders as well. And that applies to any of the preparations I have shared today. The ratio of the ingredients will be the same as with the hot infusion. So one part plant to four parts water or one part plant to three parts water. And we'll use cold water or room temp. And just a reminder that, you know, tea is an approximate science. So if you like your tea weaker or stronger, please feel free to customize. Beautiful. Look at that. Again, this is a cold brew preparation. It also works really well for flowers. I love cold brewing rose petals. You could let this steep in a sunny window if you like. Otherwise, just out on the counter. Again, for eight to 12 hours or all day or overnight. This is our cold brew overnight infusion. And when you're ready to drink it, you'll just strain it, pour yourself a cup and store the rest in the refrigerator for up to one week. Last but not least, we are going to make a decoction. A decoction is a long, slow simmer. So we use this method to extract nutrients, medicinal properties from plants that are really high in fiber. So think roots, barks, or functional mushrooms. This is chaga, for example. Chaga 
is a great ingredient to do a decoction with. And when I say long, slow simmer, I mean long as in 40 minutes to two days uh, and slow as in a very low simmer. We don't want this to be a rolling boil. It's just barely simmering and we keep that going for a long period of time to continue that extraction process. So that means that periodically you want to watch it. You want to make sure that there's still enough water in there. Sometimes you need to add a little bit more. And when you're finished, you're going to have a very strong concentrated tea. We're going to add a bunch of water to a pot. And you'll want to start with about twice as much as you intend to end up with. Again, this is going to vary based on how long you are simmering your decoction for, but start with a lot because it will reduce over time. And we'll turn this on, get it boiling. All right, our water is boiling. So we're going to add our herbs now, tossing in a bunch of good chaga. I'm going to add a little bit of cinnamon too for flavor. Anything fibrous, rooty, barky. We want to put our lid back on and reduce it to a simmer and let it go for at least an hour to start so you can check the water levels and then continue for as long as you intend to with this decoction. For decoctions, we'll start with one hour so we can check the water temperature, make sure there's enough water in it, and then I'll plan to let this one go for about two hours total. Once this has decocted for full length of time, we're going to serve ourselves by scooping out some of the liquid over any kind of strainer, strong cup of tea. So now that our decoction is finished, we can store it refrigerated. Uh, you'll want to just pour this into a mason jar or any glass container that you like. Make sure that it's strained, cover it, put it in the refrigerator. It'll keep for up to a week and you can reheat some as you like or have it cold. Mm. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you learned plenty of new things about how to make tea. Remember we had the quick infusion, the overnight infusion, and the decoction. Feel free to experiment with these methods and others. Let me know what you enjoyed, what you have questions about, what you'd like to see more of in the future, and take care until next time.